This is a Soulfire production. Welcome to my channel. I'm your host, Christina. I'm an intuitive channel, 7D healer, business mentor, and manifestation expert. On this podcast, we discuss how to tap into your intuitive gifts, manifest the life you want, create a kick-ass business in flow, and take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at ChristinaTheChannel and on my website, ChristinaTheChannel.com. I kid you not, the second I sat down to record this, I spilled coffee all over myself. It's it's okay. We're just gonna we're just gonna roll with it. And I'm actually very sad because that was that was my king. If you don't already drink king coffee, it's so good. I feel so good on it. I'm somebody that has such a low caffeine tolerance, but I can drink king coffee like any time of day and I don't get jitters. It's so amazing. So it is worth the hype. I'll just say if you're curious more about it, I have a link on my website, on my shop page and my friend Mimi from the medicine podcast. She talks all about it, but yeah. Anyway, side note, (laughs) I also just got back from visiting my niece. I am in NorCal right now, briefly, just visiting family. My sister just had a baby and it's very exciting. She's so cute. She's so cute. Oh my gosh. I can barely handle the cuteness and just makes me happy to see that fresh life, even when the world can can be wild. Just that innocence, you know? And I don't know, I was just having these moments as I hold her and I'm just like feeling her fresh, pure, innocent, loving energy. And I also can't help but think just like in a new way, because it's one thing to think about this, but then another when you're like looking at a baby and I'm looking at her and I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel, I feel so bad for babies like (laughs) coming into this world and it's so overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. There's so much noise, such bright light. They're so uncomfortable. Their digestive systems are like turning on. There's just so much stimulation and from the spiritual lens, you know, for your soul to, to take that form. It's not always very comfortable when you're used to being so vast. There's just so much going on. So I've been thinking about that. I don't don't say that to my sister. Don't worry. (laughs) She'd be like, what are you talking about? Anyway, today I want to talk about manifestation. And I was channeling a couple days ago and my guides were talking about traits that make people more powerful magnets. And so I thought this could be a fun podcast episode. We are going to cover seven traits of a powerful manifester. And I have a few disclaimers. Obviously, there are more than seven. These are just the ones that were top of mind and coming up in that session. And with this, you know, it's so important with manifestation to realize that we're always manifesting like all the time, whether or not we realize it, which is why I think it's so important for people to learn more about how it works because you're doing it either way. So might as well take advantage of it. I think it's important to remind people that we're always manifesting, you know, just in case we get too caught up in things, which I see happening. And when it comes to manifestation, 
It's not like, oh, if I don't do these things, I'm not able to manifest. You're always manifesting. And I was actually talking to someone else the other day about this, how I feel like sometimes when we distill it down to steps or make it into a process, that can be helpful in some ways. And then I also think it can almost overcomplicate it, which seems backwards or and or it can make us overthink it and take the magic out of it. And I think actually sometimes lead to some more misunderstandings around manifesting. But in sharing these traits, you know, the reason why I want to do this is so that maybe you can tune into where your strengths are of, oh, when I really embody that energy within me, I, I notice that more things that I want come my way. So it might tie things together for you or perhaps give you permission that you don't actually need because I don't need to give you permission. You don't need permission, but it might unlock that for you of just feeling like, oh, it's okay for me to be in more of that energy, embodying more of that trait. But here's my disclaimer warning. I, I don't want this to be taken the wrong way in the sense of someone feeling like, oh, I don't identify with those traits, therefore I can't be a powerful manifester. That's not true. It's not an exhaustive list and it's not like, oh, I don't identify as those traits, so therefore I can't be good at this. That's not true at all. This is just another way of framing things that you can perhaps focus on and it might allow you to pull things in more quickly, more powerfully. So I hope that all makes sense because I don't want this to get taken out of context. But I know for me, when my guides were explaining some things to me in this way, it allowed some things to click for me in terms of, oh, it makes sense of when I'm embodying more of those energies, how certain things come in more quickly. So I just feel like it's it's a helpful angle. It was for me at least. So if it resonates, great. And if it doesn't, no worries. But I do not, do not, do not want you to feel like, oh, I don't embody those traits or I don't identify with those. Therefore, I can't be a powerful manifester. First of all, we can be in whatever energies we want. We can shift our identity whenever we want. We can identify with new traits whenever we want. But you also do have all of these things within yourself. And so I really just want to point this out because it might make you realize, oh, I haven't been in those energies recently, which is maybe why I feel like things aren't coming in as quickly or as easily as I would hope. So hopefully that makes sense. Okay. That's my disclaimer. And I do, before I jump into this, I almost forgot, but I want to announce this week's giveaway winner. Yay. Okay. So if you want to win a card pull from me, All you have to do is leave an iTunes rating and review for the podcast, which many of you have not, even though you listen regularly. I see the numbers. I know. All you have to do is leave an iTunes rating and review. It takes a second and then take a screenshot and email it to podcast at christinathechannel.com. And if you do this, you will be entered in the giveaway and I pick somebody every other week. And if I pick your review, then you get a free card pull from me and it can be a general reading. It could be about a question you have in particular, whatever you want. So it's a really simple process to enter. And this week's winner is Heidi Van Rossum. Heidi said, five-star review. Thank you, Heidi. She said, essential to my energetic development. I can't believe it took me so long to leave a review for a podcast that has become essential to my energetic development. 
every episode Christina puts out has many gems for me to take away and implement into my life. I can feel her energy in everyone I listen to. This is a must listen for anyone trying to increase their energetic awareness and development. Thank you, Heidi. Amazing. So all you have to do to claim your prize is email podcast at christinathechannel.com. Let us know what you want the card pull to be about, and I will get that to you as soon as possible. If you are looking to support your sleep and balance out your stress, balance out your hormones, the best supplement I can recommend is Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil and specifically their sleep blend for sleep. I've been using Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil for a few years now and absolutely love it. It has helped me so much with relieving anxiety and stress, balancing out my hormones and helping me sleep through the night. And then when they came out with their sleep blend, Oh my God, this took my sleep game to a whole other level. And everybody that I have recommended it to absolutely loves it. I legit get the best sleep of my life. I've been tracking my deep sleep and my REM sleep, and I notice a huge, huge difference. And it has a huge impact on my productivity and my energy levels the next day. I personally use Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil in the morning and then their sleep blend in the evening and also their Mellow in the evening, which is their magnesium, their new magnesium blend. I'm obsessed with it. Ned products are the highest quality out there and you need to be really careful when it comes to CBD. It's actually really important to use a full spectrum hemp oil rather than just the CBD. This allows you to get the full benefits and unfortunately, most companies use CBD isolates. Ned is the best quality. They only extract from hemp flowers. Other products typically extract from the stalks and the seeds of the hemp plant, and most other companies will use high heat or high pressure, which can really compromise the profile of the hemp flower. But Ned only uses a very gentle, slow ethanol-based extraction method done at room temperature. They also infuse their products with positive vibes, love and gratitude, and attune them to binaural beats. The only ingredients are the CBD, the full range of phytocannabinoids, and non-GMO MCT oils, so no flavors, no fillers, and no inflammatory oils. You want to really make sure you check ingredients when it comes to these types of products. I cannot recommend Ned enough, and I know that all of the friends and clients I've recommended these products to have seen a huge, huge difference, whether they're using them as a sleep aid, as an anti-inflammatory, as a natural pain reliever to help reduce anxiety or depression or to help balance out their hormones. There are so many benefits. Ned's full spectrum hemp oil will really just help bring your whole body back into balance overall because it's supporting the endocannabinoid system, which typically doesn't get enough support. So if you are interested in trying out my favorite full spectrum hemp oil, and if you've tried other brands and you didn't notice the difference, trust me, you're going to notice a huge difference with Ned. Just head to helloned.com and you can use my code Christina for 15% off. That's helloned.com, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off your one-time purchase or 20% off a subscription. And trust me when I tell you, once you try Ned, your whole life will change. So welcome to the Ned life. So let's dive into seven traits of a powerful manifester. Some of these you might expect, some of these you might not, we'll see. Okay, so the first trait is a powerful manifester is adaptable. They are dynamic. They are willing to shift and change. They're not so rigid in 
this is how I want to get from A to Z and how it has to happen. This is so key when calling things into our reality. And I think a lot of people block themselves because they've already decided in their heads how they want to receive what they want to receive, whether that is, I want this person to be my divine life partner. So I'm going to make this person my divine life partner. They're calling in that partnership, that love, but there's a piece of them in their head that has already decided I want it to be this person. But what if it's not that person? And then you're blocking yourself from receiving what you actually want to receive because you've already decided how it's going to come through. Or I want to build a six-figure business. And in your head, you've decided oh, these are the steps. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to show up. I'm going to keep doing this. This is the timeline. And then as they're in the process of building their six-figure business, they feel like it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. Okay. The second you've decided that it's not working is the second you've decided that you know best and that only your way is the right way. Let the divine support you. Let the universe work its magic. Let the universe work its magic. And that's part of the fun of the magic is you don't, expect it necessarily. So let's say you're on the path and something else drops in your awareness. You get an opportunity that pops up and you have that moment of, wait, is this a test or not? And sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. It will depend on the situation and your intuition will tell you, is it exactly what you're calling in? But also the thing is sometimes that the steps to get to where we want to go don't make any logical sense. And so Your brain might be telling you, no, this is a sidestep. This is me getting sidetracked. Your brain might be telling you, no, if I take that job opportunity, it's taking away from all of the time I want to be spending building this, or this feels like a downgrade. This feels like I'm not succeeding, you know, whatever stories or fears are popping up for you. But what if that opportunity gave you some extra money that you could in invest in your business in other ways? What if that opportunity led you to someone else who was going to be a future client who then led you to a bunch of other people? Let me tell you that so many things that I call into my life, I mean, it's like a big treasure hunt, right? Like I always say, and I'm always just open to who I'm going to meet because I can just take one person that will open the door to you meeting so many other people that are going to be really helpful and supportive on your path. And that can happen in the most unlikely of ways. So you have to be adaptable. And that's not only in how it's coming through, but also in what you want. Because on this process of manifestation, you know, sometimes people have in their heads, like, this is what I want. And the reason why they want X is because they think it's going to make them feel a certain way. But then you can continue down this path of, pursuing X and be so zeroed in on it. And sometimes the competition energy kind of turns on of like, I'm going to make this work. This is going to happen so much so that during the process, as you're learning more, you might have things that illuminate for you. Um, Maybe that's not even actually what I want. The more I get closer to it, that's not actually going to make me feel the way I want to feel. But because you're so competitive with yourself and perhaps in this energy of proving and I need to prove to everybody I can do this and really prove to myself that I can do this, you're so stuck on it that you're avoiding your knowing that that's not even going to make you feel the way you want to feel. I see this a lot with people who have these goals or desires that stem from just an earlier age. And so that could be something you dreamed about when you were in high school or when you were a little kid or a plan that you set up when you were in college. And it's something that that person has been thinking about, dreaming about, wanting for so long. 
And it can be really hard for them to face the fact that the more they go on the journey to get closer to it, they're realizing that that's not even what they want anymore. And this ties into how people are afraid to let go. If you're afraid to let go, you're going to have a difficult time making space for better things to come into your life. You're going to have trouble making space for new opportunities that really expand you to come into your life. And I know for me, one of the things that allows me to manifest really quickly is that I am very adaptable. I am willing to let go of things. That doesn't mean that it's always easy and like I don't have any emotional response to it. Sometimes I don't, but sometimes I do. But I am thinking about the bigger picture and I know that what's in alignment with me will stay with me. And I mean, if you've been following me for a long time and seen my business or my personal life as it's shifted over the last six years, you've probably noticed or anybody who's close to me notices that my life is just a series of like, I'm just like on this weird zigzag up and down path. Like no one knows which direction I'm going in. I'll be going one way for a bit and then just make a really intense pivot the other direction. And everybody's like, what the hell is going on? And sometimes when people do that, which I I understand where people are like, what are you doing? Because sometimes when people do that, it's because they're running away. They are not sticking to anything consistently. They're getting impatient. But that's not really why I do that. The reason why I do that is because I'm very adaptable and I am always in communication with the universe and my guides. And I am used to the treasure hunt aspect of it, of my life. I mean, this is how I live my life. And think about, think about being Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. And I mean, they're like flying all over the world. They're they're going all over the world to follow these clues to find the treasure. And this is some, sometimes what life feels like, you know? And so it's really important to make sure that you're checking your intentions behind that and making sure that you're not running, chasing, just freaking out because, oh, it's not working. But it's more of like, I just keep following the guidance. And then when there's a very clear, not a thought, but a very clear directive of, hey, now it's time to go this direction. I adapt and I'm also willing to adapt what my end goal is. And sometimes I start things and then I realize, oh, I had to start that to learn this lesson or I had to start that to meet this person. And what I think the end result is going to be actually turns into something else. But that's part of just going with the flow of the universe. I would say I'm not a very go with the flow person (laughs) in terms of other people. Like if other people want to make all the plans and I'm just going with the flow. Probably I'm not very go with the flow in that sense, but I am very go with the flow when it comes to the universe, my guides, like how we're getting to wherever I want to be. As long as I'm clear on how I want to feel and what I want to create, like the feeling I want to create in my life, I know that they're going to guide me and support me there. And I am adaptable. And I've, I've learned that lesson many times where when you're so fixed, so rigid, you can miss out on some really cool opportunities and some things that just can be better than what you would have ever expected. And so I think that being adaptable is a really, really important trait. And it actually reminds me of, I don't know if you've ever heard of the movie. I think it's called Lucky Seven, but I think it was a Lifetime movie or a Hallmark movie. One of those. I remember watching it when I was really little and then I saw that it's on Amazon Prime now and I haven't watched it recently, but I, I do remember the premise 
I feel like that movie, I mean, it has Patrick Dempsey in it, so that's a win. But I remember it being like really bad acting, <laughs> but, but I think the life lessons are really good. And the overall premise is the main character, her mother passes away when she's young. And before she dies, she writes her a kind of roadmap for her life. In case her daughter ever feels lost, you know, without her mom, she's like, okay, by this age, you're going to have, you're going to do this. You're going to get your first job here. You're going to work here. You're going to become a lawyer. You're going to date this person, that person. She kind of like maps it all out so that her daughter can go back to that if she ever misses her mom and wants to know what she should do. And then the daughter grows up and she takes it so literally, like she literally follows that whole path because it makes her feel closer to her mom. And as she's going down that path written out by her mom, you know, when she was a really little girl and she's an adult now, she's like, oh my gosh, it's all worked out. So obviously this is, this is the path to how I'm going to get what I want in my life. I mean, of course we're going to see it that way. Right. And one of the things that the mom wrote down was, was the seventh guy that she dated was going to be the person she married, was going to be her life partner. And so the way the movie plays out is she meets that seventh guy and she's decided in her head, oh my gosh, he's the one. Meanwhile, there's this other guy that she's known for a while who is clearly a way better match. And she's like caught in between these two guys where she's like, but my mom told me the seventh guy is the one I should marry. But then there's this guy who's not number seven, who I really like. And she's super distraught and caught in between. If you've seen this movie, you might be like, wow, you're giving an awful explanation, but <laughs> this is the best I can do. Hopefully that makes sense. And I feel like that's such a good example of how people get so caught up in how they think it should be. And that's really rooted in fear, right? What if I choose wrong? This is fear of following our intuition, fear of following our hearts. And that's so deeply conditioned in us, right? We can't trust our hearts. We need to use our brains. Trust what you know works. Trust that plan that, that someone wrote out for you. That's going to work. That step-by-step process. But it's interesting how we can get so trapped in our heads in logic and afraid to follow our hearts because it doesn't make sense to us. Anyway, I thought that that movie was, is a good example. It just popped into my head of how people can get so attached to how it's supposed to be, how it's going to work, that they can sometimes miss out on things that are even better. So being adaptable in many aspects is a really helpful way to be a powerful manifester. The next two, I think, kind of go off of that. So the next one, the next trait is being curious. And this is so important in terms of following your intuition, like following those signs, following those clues. It's all curiosity. And again, when we're so zeroed in, and it's typically not on purpose how we can get like that. We don't even realize that we're so locked in, too locked in, so that we're not able to fully be in our curiosity. And then perhaps we overlook opportunities that are popping up. And this is how you receive signs from the universe. This is how you receive strong downloads, just being in curiosity, being open, being in that energy of playing. And that's what's cool. It's like you're really playing your way through life. Like this is the video game and what's my next step? And how do I get from here to there? And how do I go to the next level? And you're exploring, you're being curious. This is how you stumble into things that are better than what you could have expected. It is that curiosity. Being in curiosity is also how you are in that energy of receiving as well. And that's a big piece of 
receiving your manifestations, right? It is that balance of being in our masculine energy and our feminine energy. And I have talked before about balancing out masculine and feminine energy regarding manifestation, how that can be really helpful with your manifestation practice. So I'm sure a lot of you know this, right? A key thing that can block people from actually receiving what they're calling in is they've spent so much time taking aligned action, you know, doing all of the things, but now it's time for them to just rest and, and let the universe bring it to them, being energetically open to receiving. And when we're in curiosity, that's when we're also in this energy of being open to receiving. And think about that in terms of information, right? If I'm talking to somebody and I am curious about what they're saying next, I'm not already anticipating what they're saying. I'm just very curious and open. I'm I'm totally open. Oh, what's coming next? What are they going to say? How are they going to respond? As opposed to being in a conversation and already anticipating what they're going to say. I've already kind of decided or I'm pulling information out of them. Do you, do you see the difference in energy there? It's a very different kind of thing. And that's key for intuition as well. When people are trying to like pull information, that's typically when they're more in their minds. When I'm channeling, I'm just in receiving, like it's just dropping in. I'm not trying to pull. Anyway, if you are trying to call something in and also just in general, so that you're consistently receiving what you're calling in and the whole process is faster. Just notice, am I in that energy of curiosity? You can approach everything with curiosity and notice, am I in that energy or am I looking, searching, pulling, expecting, deciding? It's when you're curious that you see the signs that you wouldn't otherwise see. You receive the downloads, the information, the hits, the nudges that you might have otherwise overlooked. So curiosity is is really, really helpful for this. There's a challenge for you today. Notice how you can be more curious. Challenge yourself to just be in curiosity. And, you know, it could be the random, oh, I'm going to go read that, that book over there. I wonder what's in it. Oh, I wonder what's behind this door. Oh, I wonder what this person is talking about. I wonder what this food tastes like. I'm going to try this new vegetable I've never heard of before. The more you practice being in curiosity, you will see that more and more comes through. Optimizing my sleep is absolutely crucial for being able to do everything that I do with enhancing my productivity, my energy, being able to be a clear channel, show up in a number of different ways, produce all the content I produce, my creativity, everything. That's also tied into my health and my hormone regulation. And one of the simplest tools I use for this is wearing my blue blocker glasses. And I have tried so many different brands. The best ones out there are blue blocks they are the best. If you're using the orange glasses, they're not blocking the full range of blue and green light needed to really give you the full benefits, which is why I love Blue Blocks Sleep Plus Red Lens. I noticed a huge difference in my sleep. I've tracked this and I see a huge difference in REM sleep, deep sleep, my productivity and my energy. In the morning, I don't wake up feeling jet lagged. It also helps to even out my hunger because when my sleep's off, then you have all of your hunger hormones out of whack during the day. It's a big cycle and something so simple you can do is wear a pair of blue blockers. And I am definitely on screens later than I should be. So I put these on when the sun goes down and it makes the world of a difference. If you are also on screens past when it gets dark, I would strongly recommend getting a pair. I'm also on screens pretty much all day. Well, depending on the day, because I'm on my laptop so much. And that's where the blue light clear lenses come in. These are blue blocks, daytime lenses. These help to reduce any digital eye strain, headaches, migraines, macular degeneration, 
And I wear the blue light, which is best for people who work the more natural light. But if you struggle with any type of seasonal depression or you work under harsher artificial lighting, check out these Summer Glow yellow lenses. These will make a huge difference during the day. So I really think that every entrepreneur and or anyone who works on screens a lot should arm themselves with a pair of Sleep Plus red lenses and a pair of blue light or Summer Glow lenses for during the day. This investment will have huge return on your health, your productivity, your mood, your energy levels, your hormones, your adrenals will thank you. I wore different blue blockers before, but my life totally changed when I used blue blocks. These are 100% backed by the science. They have about 20 different frames to pick from, so you will definitely find some that you like. You can also send in your own frames if you want, and they offer a custom-made prescription service as well. Personally, I love the Parker frames. The Hudson frames are the blue ones. I really like those. And the crystal lenses, I get so many compliments on those. So if you want to try them out, head to blueblocks.com. That's B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. And you can use my code Christina for 15% off. Again, that's blueblocks.com and my code Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A will get you 15% off. When you get them in the mail, make sure you take a picture and tag me on Instagram so I can see you in your new glasses. Let's move on to number three, which is trusting. Trusting, having trust. This is so important when it comes to manifestation. And really what I'm talking about is not dropping into doubt or disbelief. I think of trusting, full trusting as a knowing. And we can say believing, but I don't mean the type of believing that's like, oh yeah, I believe I believe it's out there. It is knowing. Yes, it's coming, it's happening. And I fully trust the process. I trust that it's going to come through whether or not it might seem like it's going to. I trust that it's going to come through in divine timing as it should. I trust that if I'm super clear on what I'm calling in, how I want to feel, what I want to create, and things seem like they're going off track, that it's actually not off track at all. It's exactly how it's supposed to happen. And I'm on the right path. It is trusting that as things pop up that are unexpected, that is part of the journey and fully trusting, knowing that it will come to me. And this is where so many people drop it. Like they drop the ball because they aren't in that knowing that it's going to happen. It's being so firm and clear in that knowing. And that's what I really mean by trust, that This is coming to me one way or the other. Maybe it's tomorrow. Maybe it's in five years. Maybe it's in the way I think it might. And maybe it's in a completely different way than I never would have expected. But I have full trust that I'm being supported. And it's it's not just, I think, I kind of believe it's a knowing. It's a total confidence in the knowing. And this is something that stands out with every person I know who lives such a magical life and and I think back to just growing up before I even understood all of this stuff and people who I just felt like, wow, your life is magical. How do, how do things just kind of work out? Or you, you, you believe something that I feel like is so outside of the realm of possibility is going to come forward and it does. How does that work? And the thing that I always admired about those people is that they were just so trusting and you would talk to them and it wasn't a doubt. It wasn't a, oh, maybe it'll come. I hope it does. It was a, no, it is. I totally trust the universe. I trust God. I trust source. I trust my guides, whoever, whatever it is, I trust completely. And when things come up that might make it seem like 
things are going in the wrong direction, I'm still fully entrusting. And those are the tests. Those are the tests of your knowing, because when you truly know to your core, the trust doesn't waver. And I'll also say, as I record this, this is something big, big time that's being tested for people right now. Are you going to stay firm in your trust or let doubt and fear and other people's doubts and fears creep in? And it's not about blindly trusting random people around you. I'm talking about trusting yourself, trusting your abilities, trusting how powerful you are, trusting what you can create and trusting the universe, trusting that the universe is endlessly supporting you. The universe is always supporting what you believe, that you are being guided, that you are loved. And when you're in that trust, that's where your mindset automatically shifts to, okay, this is all happening for me. This is all part of the process. This is all making me stronger. This is all teaching me. This is all preparing me. When you see everything through a lens of trust, you'll notice how much your perception shifts of all of the things that come your way. I see the impatience pop up. I see the doubt pop up. I see the Am I worthy of this popping up? I see the fear popping up. When all of that pops up, we need to come back to, am I in my trust? Am I in my knowing? You got to trust to call things in quickly. (laughs) So trust is very important. And I'll also say, I think this kind of segues into number four, which I have a group of them here. So I'm going to say being confident, right? Which overlaps with the trust piece, but I'm kind of grouping together confidence, dedication, and decisiveness because I feel like they all go together. It's having that clear vision, that clear knowing, and that confidence that, yes, this is this is being created. This is going to happen. I'm confident it's going to happen even when life throws me curveballs. And when I say focus, that's what I mean of not losing focus in the sense of not getting distracted of, oh, well, it's not happening as quickly as I wanted, or I'm doubting this, so I'm going to get distracted and maybe do something else. I see so many people, again, (laughs) they're impatient or they have a quote unquote test thrown their way and then they just kind of switch gears and they decide, oh, it didn't work out. And really, they just didn't give it the time to fully manifest in the physical. And when you get the biggest quote unquote test, that's usually right before things are going to come in. Because those are opportunities to really anchor in your your energy, to really anchor in the new timeline, to really show up as the version of you that effortlessly already has that which you are calling in. Those are all the opportunities to show up as the person you know you are, the person that already has it. So this is the confidence. This is the dedication. This is the, I know this is going to happen. And okay, I just got pushed over here or this quote unquote obstacle popped up and there's one type of person that would say this is a sign that I shouldn't do it because that's really their doubt creeping in. And sometimes it is a sign, but I would just pay attention to is that just your doubt creeping in or your fear or that piece of you that is afraid to step into your next level of expansion so you are subconsciously looking for a reason to say oh I can't do this anymore. So there's one type of person that, you know, sees it that way of oh this is a sign I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, can't do it which it's never an issue of that you're not worthy. The universe is just presenting you with energies that physically manifest as a way to see, hey, are you deciding that this is a vibrational match or not? Do you want to calibrate to this or not? And then there's another person who sees the same obstacle and they're like, okay, well, I'm 
dedicated this is going to be created and I'm confident it's going to be. And so this is just an obstacle that I get to overcome and grow through and move through and learn from that's preparing me for this thing that I'm creating to come to life. It's that type of focus. And you might feel like, well, how does this fit in with being adaptable? And that's the thing. It's the stance with energies of adapting to what gets thrown your way and adapting when your intuition is telling you, oh, I actually want to create something slightly different. It's trusting your heart when that is coming up. So that's the aspect of being adaptable. But then with the dedication, if your heart is still telling you, no, this is this is the thing. This is what I'm creating. This is what I'm calling in. If your heart is still saying that, but it's your logical mind or it's your ego, it's your fears that are popping up and saying, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe it won't work. That's where you get rooted in your confidence, your knowing, your dedication, and let that guide the way, let your intuition, let your heart guide the way. And I personally feel that that dedication, that confidence overlaps with decisiveness because most people who are in those energies, the energies of dedication, confidence, focus with where they want to go, this also leads them to being very decisive, which I talk about a lot, but this is so important for calling things forward quickly. People ask me about manifesting more quickly all the time. And I always always know that I create things when I make decisions because I'm sending out a clear signal to the universe. I'm driving momentum somewhere. I'm telling the energy where to go. I'm adding more probability to a timeline. And most people float around in the indecision. So they're sending out a weak signal as to what they want to attract. And they're not really adding in any energy to any certain timeline. It's all about aligning yourself with what you want to create. And the sooner you make a decision, the sooner you energetically calibrate yourself to that. And then the next step appears. And I just made a video about this today, but it is often through the decisions themselves. As soon as you make the decision, you haven't even maybe carried it out yet, but you feel that energetic shift within yourself. And that's where the change happens. Like think about, have you ever made a decision and the second you just decided you hadn't even carried it out? You're like, holy shit, that just happened. I feel different. Because you are, you just shifted your frequency in a really powerful way. And you have in that instant in making that decision and really making it, not just thinking about it, you've anchored in a new timeline, you've anchored in a new frequency, and it's in being that frequency, being in that vibration that allows what you want to, more of what you want to flow to you. And those are the really cool moments of like becoming a different version of ourselves instantaneously. But the theme is being decisive. This is a really, really powerful trait in terms of moving things forward with manifestation. And whenever people feel like nothing's moving along, their life feels stagnant, it's because they haven't made decisions and people are so caught up in what's the right decision. Well, whatever is in alignment with you, whatever is putting you closer to having what you want, Really, what it is, is whatever makes you feel the way that you want to feel as your quote unquote end goal, because you just want to feel that way the whole way through. But this is how I call things in pretty quickly. And I make really fast shifts is because I make decisions. I make decisions. And anytime I put off a decision, it's because I know the second I decide, I'm going to calibrate to that different frequency and it's going to come in. And what's interesting is this is actually why a lot of people avoid decisions and they have stories in their head about why they don't want to make a certain decision, but it's pretty common for 
the underlying reason to be a subconscious knowing that the second they decide something, they are going to have to expand into a greater version of themselves. And there's a piece of them that doesn't know if they're ready. So that's interesting to think about as well. So being decisive, being dedicated, being confident, focusing on that frequency that you want, keeping it in your now. This is how it all comes into your now. If you have been looking for a place to take a deep dive into all things intuition, manifestation, brain rewiring, spiritual awakening, and activating miracles in your own life, then the Channel Collective is the place for you. I know it can feel like a lot as you shift into 5D and shed those old layers and start to see things in a new way. You're connecting to who you really are and you might have a lot of questions. You might feel confused or even lonely, but I also know that you have that deep thirst for knowledge and that is why I'm so excited about the Channel Collective membership. This community is a safe, welcoming space to help you explore your spirituality and your unique gifts while connecting with other like-minded people. When you join the membership, you get access to an ever-growing library of hundreds of exclusive videos on all things spirituality, manifestation, intuition, living in 5D, self-healing, and so much more. Plus, you get access to Ascension School, which is a library of exclusive trance channeled messages from different ascended masters so that you can learn from them for yourself. This is where I share my juiciest, most exclusive downloads and things that I've channeled that I don't share with the public. And you get access to ad-free pre-released podcast episodes. We also have monthly Q&A calls where you can ask me anything and connect with other members monthly manifestation calls, and monthly high 70 energy healing group sessions. It's truly everything you need to raise your vibration, manifest the life you want, and really anchor in 5D consciousness. I have created this container as a really powerful way for you to continue to upgrade and raise your frequency so that you can tap into all of your inner magic. This is the membership I wish I had and what I wanted. So it's really my favorite place to be. And I know that If you love the podcast, if you enjoy my YouTube channel, if you follow me on Instagram, you are going to love this because it is the true deep dive and the most exclusive information. So if you are ready to be expanded, check out the Channel Collective membership. Just head to christinathechannel.com slash membership. All of the information will be there. You can check out the different tiers and get ready to feel expanded and abundant. I can't wait to see you there. Let's move on to number five. And number five, the fifth trait of a powerful manifester is going to be honesty and authenticity. I'm grouping these together as well. I feel that there's a lot of overlap here. And what do I mean by this? Okay, so with authenticity, this is so key. And I I really think of honesty, authenticity as the things that are keeping us in alignment the most with who we really are and with who we want to be and with where we want to go and pulling it into our now. Here's the thing. The more authentic you are, the more you are emitting a clear signal to the universe as to what is a match for you, right? The more authentic I am, the more it's very clear. I'm shining a clear light. I'm emitting a clear signal out to the universe as to what my frequency is. And so the, the universe can see that. And 
similar energies are going to come straight my way. And so much of manifestation is sending out a clear signal. And why a lot of people don't feel magnetic, even though they are, they might feel like I'm a weak magnet. Um, You're a strong magnet, but it's all of those layers, all of those beliefs we have that aren't really us, all of the doubt, all of the fear, all of the beliefs that we're not worthy. That's not really us, right? All of the ways where we're out of alignment, all of the ways where we are not being true to ourselves, any any place where maybe you're staying in a relationship that you know isn't serving you, whether that's a friendship or a romantic relationship, maybe you are staying in a job that isn't really where you want to be. Where are the places where you're following your head instead of your heart? Where are the places where you are pretending like, and maybe even to yourself, like you like certain things when you don't really, like you have certain personality traits when you really just want to be a different version of yourself. Anywhere where you feel like you have to try really hard is a is a good place to look. We want to come back to that flow, but it's really being authentic to ourselves. And it's interesting how much we can trick ourselves and make make ourselves think that we are being really authentic when we're not actually. And so this is the process of getting to know ourselves. But the more authentic you are, the more that you will be able to effortlessly attract in people who are truly meant for you. This is how you make really amazing friends, how you call in really incredible relationships. You have to send out a clear signal of who you really are and they will come straight your way. But if I am sending out a signal of an inauthentic version of myself, then of course I'm going to call in people who are probably being inauthentic themselves and also who are attracted to whatever frequency I'm emitting, which if it's not who I really am, there's an incongruency there anyway. This is why a lot of people attract in relationships that don't really fill them up. And so authenticity is key, 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 key. Staying in alignment with your truth and being honest with yourself. And I think honesty relates also to some of what we were talking about before in terms of being adaptable, but being honest with what makes me feel good and what actually doesn't. And it's being able to face the hard truths. Again, so often we lie to ourselves and we don't even realize we're lying to ourselves. Sometimes we do, but often people don't. We might tell ourselves we're okay, that we're happy, that we're fine, when really we're not, when really we want to be somewhere else when really we're exhausted, when really we want to pull our hair out because we're so annoyed, whatever it is that really we're frustrated. And a lot of those quote unquote lies are really just, you know, safety mechanisms. It's a way that we keep ourselves safe and a way that we get through things. You know, there have been so many things in my life where I tell myself I'm fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I know deep down I'm not happy. And then when I decide to leave and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I make the decision. And I face that of, oh, what is my new reality going to be without this? And I feel this huge weight lifted off of my shoulders and all of the emotion finally comes up. And I realize, holy shit, I was not okay. I was not fine. I was so angry. I was so resentful. I was so frustrated, but I hid that from myself so that I could deal with the situation and be okay in it because my brain, my body just didn't want to even face or feel all of that low frequency emotion. Because my brain and my body were like, we got to just keep things under control so that you can survive within this, right? That survival mechanism coming up. And sometimes our minds are so powerful that we 
override what our bodies are screaming at us or we override what our knowing, what our hearts are screaming at us. And so brutal honesty and being able to be brutally honest with yourself is such a powerful trait. This is the difference between people who settle and people who don't. This is the difference between people who are okay with 75% of what they want and people who say, no, I need 100%. And this is also a trait of people who tend to release people, situations, whatever it is, or get out of those situations before they're in too deep where it's even more difficult or it feels more difficult to leave. If you can be brutally honest with yourself from the start, then it's much easier for you to stay in alignment and realize like from the get-go, hey, this feels good. This is a really good match for me, truly in my heart, in my soul, as opposed to this is fulfilling a need for my ego or this might work. I need, I just want this hole to be filled within myself. You know, sometimes we make decisions, get in situations from that place of need, from that place of lack, from that scarcity mindset. But if we can be brutally honest with ourselves from the start about why we are making decisions, why we're moving forward with XYZ, what we truly feel called to and what we don't, that's the fast track to manifesting more things that you want into your life really quickly. So honesty, authenticity is key. Staying in alignment with truth is one of the most powerful things you can do for your life overall. When you are in alignment with truth, it is so clear to you what is bullshit and what is not, which I think is helpful for everyone. And unfortunately, a lot of people aren't used to that frequency. A lot of people are not used to the frequency of truth, which might be hard to wrap our heads around, but unfortunately, it's not as common even though we might think it is. And this is why if you come across people who are in alignment with truth, you might feel this push of like, oh my gosh, that feels like a big aura. That feels like big energy. I don't know. It can feel a little off-putting because it's such a powerful frequency. It's such, such a powerful frequency, but just pay attention to that. This is why a lot of people push away the truth is because they feel that that gap in frequency and they immediately push it away rather than realize, oh, wait, this is more expansive for me. I'm just not used to that. So keep that in mind as well. So the sixth trait of a powerful manifester is being emotional. (laughs) Um, And what I mean by this is being expressive, fully feeling their emotions, allowing themselves to fully feel their emotions. And if you can start to feel them so much that you can like let them come up on command you're in a really good position because emotions are like a power source for manifestation it's interesting how many people resonate with feeling numb emotionally a lot of people suppress their feelings you know there's a lot of conditioning around this and even when we feel like we are releasing them we're still typically not as much as we need to first of all Letting yourself feel the sadness, the anger, whatever it is, is so powerful because when you let yourself feel, you heal, right? Feel it to heal it. Classic. It's true. But we are allowing those emotions to be fully felt and released from the body rather than trapping them in the body, storing them in the body. And this is how we start to harbor lower frequencies. And so the more we get used to 
emotional release and allowing that to be fully cleared. This is how we're going to release a lot of those low frequencies and how you really raise your overall frequency, which we know is so powerful for manifestation. So letting yourself release and transmute any of those low frequency emotions rather than suppressing them is going to be huge and so, so helpful. That that crying session you might need, the screaming into a pillow, whatever works for you. Don't let those energies stay in there and, and get trapped because that can cause you to attract in things that perhaps are not what you want, but also that can manifest physically as well. And on the other side of the coin, a lot of those higher frequency emotions, you know, if we can allow ourselves to really deeply, fully be in gratitude, in joy, in excitement. It's interesting how many people have trouble allowing that to fully fill their body. I posted on Instagram a while ago about how sometimes I just like let myself be in so much gratitude and I'll start crying of gratitude and happiness. And that's not something that's uncommon for me. And I know that some people are like, I can't do that. Like I've never cried of gratitude. Well, maybe you haven't let yourself fully feel it because it is such a powerful frequency. And when I'm letting that fill my body so much that I'm crying, like I am vibrating with gratitude. I am vibrating. I am filled, radiating with gratitude. And that is what I want to attract more of to me. And I can use that to call in my manifestation, right? So if I take time every day and I'm I'm tuning into what I'm what I'm creating and I'm allowing myself to be to be the energy that I want, well I can have it in that moment, right? If I want to call in I don't know, uh a house, let's say, let's say you want to manifest a house. Well, why, right? What is it going to make me feel? Am I going to feel gratitude? Am I going to feel expansive? Am I going to feel free? Am I going to feel safe? Okay, well let me just sit here and fill my body with this and really fully feel it in my body and get my cells attuned to that frequency, right? Just really calibrate my frequency to that. Well, now I am that in my body. And so I'm a match for receiving more of that feeling, which can manifest physically through, let's say the house that I want. Super, super powerful practice. And you'll notice that people who feel happiness like so, so deeply are people who call such extraordinary things in. But the other side of this is just passion in general, right? And so we can think about our overall frequency. If I am a vibrational match for something, sometimes I just need to amplify it to call it in. So this could be, I'm overall a vibrational match already. And then I'm like, just really passionate. I'm getting intense. Maybe I'm like, guys, like, what's up? Let's bring this in. Let's make it happen. And it's so funny because this happens to me quite often where my guides will well, like laugh at me and they'll be like, yep, there we go. We're just waiting for that. We just wanted you to ask with a little more, right? A little more passion, but that's just me adding, adding energy, adding momentum to the signal I'm putting out so I can really magnetize what I want more quickly. And so this is what I mean by being quote unquote emotional, really being in tune with our emotions, allowing ourselves to fully feel our emotions learning to transmute any that might need to be transmuted. I think there's so much judgment around emotional release and a lot of suppression within our society, not all intentional, some intentional. (laughs) But when people allow themselves to start really feeling their emotions, they become just such powerful magnets. And you'll notice that your intuition 
up levels big time. So emotions are powerful. All right. Last but not least, number seven. And number seven, the seventh trait of a powerful manifester is is being complete, feeling complete, and feeling content. So what this really is, is abundance mindset. Just I'm saying this in a different way. Because people try and call things in from a place of lack. And this is where it can get hard with rhetoric and even just trying to explain certain things it gets lost in. But when we're in this energy of I want this, right? And that's really how we're thinking about it rather than I already have it. It's already available to me. It's already in my fields. I just have to open myself up and then it's going to manifest physically, but it's already here. We want to we want to shift our energy because when we when we are in want, underneath that is, well, I don't have it yet. I'm not a match for it yet. And we want to take away that that gap in frequency. And when you're in the energy of I am complete, I am fully content, I am fully happy, right? I have everything I need and more. Yes, more, please. Let's amplify this. You already have everything you want. Okay, well then you're a vibrational match for just more of that coming in. And a lot of people try to manifest from this scarcity energy or this lack energy. Like if when I have that, then I'll feel complete. When I have that, then I'll feel happy or content. And we want to switch that around. And people have these stories in their heads around like, you know, I need to be fixed. I I need more of that. And it's like, it's not that you can't ask for more. <laughs> Look, I'm a big believer and yeah, ask for more, but not asking for more from an energy of or intention of if I get this, then I'll be able to do this or then I will be complete. But rather I'm so complete and let's add more to this. Let's just keep adding more. I'm already in abundance. When you're already in abundance, when you are already in your energy of I am more than enough, I have more than enough, more of that comes to you. And this is also an energy that allows you to kind of automatically release attachment, which a lot of people get tripped up on. They're like, how do I not be attached to my manifestation? Well, when you're manifesting from a place of scarcity or lack or I'm not enough, I want this, I need this because I'm not complete without it, you're attached. But if you're manifesting, if you're setting intention around calling something in from an energy of I'm already so complete and happy, you're not attached to it coming to you or when it's going to come to you because you don't need it to be happy. You're already complete. So being in that energy of completeness, wholeness, really feeling that because you are, you're complete, you are whole. It's really just realizing that, remembering that, there's nothing to be attached to. And this is really important for us to break out of this illusion. Like we're all hamsters on a hamster wheel. You know, we've kind of been set up that way and we think, oh, if I just run further, I'm going to hit that goal. It's like, no, you're just going to stay on the hamster wheel and you can get off it when you want. So you can spend your whole life feeling like, oh, when I get this, when I do that, I'm going to feel complete. I will feel whole. I'll feel good enough. And you're just going to keep pushing the goalposts further away. (laughs) But you feel complete and whole when you remember that you already are. And from there, you call in more of that, things that just reinforce that and allow you to feel more of that. And it's coming in effortlessly because it's coming from a place of not being attached because you don't need it, right? We don't don't need that needy energy. It is simply being a vibrational match. All right. I think I'm going to wrap up there. Those are 
seven traits of powerful manifestors. I would love to hear what you thought about this episode and if this was helpful. If you did enjoy this, make sure you take a screenshot and share it on social media and tag me at Christina the channel so I can repost you and leave a comment on my latest Instagram post and let me know what you took away from this episode, what was helpful for you. Always love to hear your feedback. I am so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will chat with you again next episode.